Are you ready? Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show. And you know what we got today? Road trip. We're not gorilla. We're on a road trip. We're going to lunch. We're going to a little unheard of town. Well, a little unheard of. Not to us or not anyone to us, around Not to anybody who's listening to the show, but maybe to the rest of the world, yes. We're going to Novelty. We're going to Gala's Cafe. We're going to eat lunch at the cafe. Which is, it's only in its second day of... It's only in its second day um, of existence, so we're going to go... It's been born again. It's been born again. Of course, she's run the place before, so this isn't entirely new. And this right is... now we're pulling out of the Hawkins Harrison parking lot. Echo has picked, picked me up from work. And we're off, and we're going to talk about... Uh, well, we'll talk about the cafe all the way back, because frankly, we really... We don't know yet. Uh, we're going to actually start doing a series of these podcasts, we've decided... I'm um, going to lunch at local places. Which you know, is awesome because is I awesome. love to eat food. Yeah, we love we both love to eat food. And, you know, it's good to give them a little bit of, of free advertising. So, True. And, um, hopefully we – it's good advertising. Right. <laughs> hopefully it I, I've is. E- I've eaten at Novelty Cafe before when she's had it, and it was good. So I have no – no doubt about it. My my biggest concern is what I'll be able to find to eat. Probably going to end up with the grilled cheese, because being a vegetarian type person, there's often not a lot of place things to eat. Although I will give Zimmerman's credit; they've got like five different options. Those, For vegetarians, yes. Keep in mind they're right up next to Dancing Rabbit. Do you like tofu? I love tofu if it's cooked the right way. I love tofu. Like grilled tofu? Grill if it's cooked the right way. I mean, you got to have some flavor to it. It can't just be just tofu. I mean, it depends on how it's flavored. And, but, yeah, grilled, deep fat fried, fried, stir fried. Yeah, I love it. What about just, like, cubed? Cubed, yeah. Well, no. Just that where it's not cooked. Or well, just cooked heated a up. little, like, yeah, heated no. in cubes with maybe, no. like, soy no. sauce and no. some rice. No. No? No. Mm. I want some crispiness to it. Really? Yeah. So you can bread it and fry it? I had no idea. I didn't say anything about breading it. You don't bread it. You just fry it. It's just like frying chicken. It's okay. Like, you know, if you were to take chicken and fry it, it just... Fry, fry it on it. a pan? Or stir-fried chicken. You know, you've had yeah. stir-fried chicken. It's the same thing. You just fry it, do it the same way. All right. I'll yeah, so uh, we've got some things to talk about. Echoes brought a story to my attention. You want to give them the... Uh, the quick yeah something i was really relatively excited to hear about was during um the clark county fair which may have been the same time as our fair it's kind of a wash to me now because you know we are looking back on what month and a half ago yeah uh i got a call from mike and he was telling me that there was a news team from the washington post in clark county which it's not an everyday occurrence. It is not an everyday occurrence. Unless we have a political candidate there, you just don't see the big newspapers. Well, I mean, even when we do have a political candidate there, I mean, they're big, not. big, like a presidential I party. know, but they're never there to see us. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, no, they don't care about us. They're, so, they're in the bus and gone. This this team was here to see us, which is, well, you know, it was interesting because in our conversation, I was like, what do they want? <laughs> like, that's kind of concerning. What you know? What's their angle? And of course, he talked to them a little, but they weren't—they um, weren't ready to divulge their 
story. All right. Now, don't bury the lead. So let's go ahead and talk about what it is. Um, so basically, they followed a young woman um, coming home. It was called homecoming. Yeah, not really sure if it was preordained or was it random. Not really sure. Or they that. like rolled up on her and just yeah, kind of not, found not her there. Not sure on that. Well, I mean, the story pretty much follows her throughout her, um, you know, every day of her right um, <clears throat> visit home, and so I kind of felt like maybe they did. I'm sure. I, I don't. What they else would bring them here unless they followed someone? Yeah, because I just don't see. But they didn't share, which is one of the problems I have with big publications. The story, is that you don't really know well, the I'm backstory. Totally jazzed that they were here. Period. Um, okay. And I, the the story was insanely interesting. I thought um, it was an interesting story. It was an interesting story, and it I is, would have loved it for them to just. Push further into it. It is also. Like I will it give was it like this. it. I wish they could go all the way, but it was exceedingly well written. It for, was an amazingly for what well it written. Was, it was an exceedingly well written. And um, <clears throat> well, after I read it, I was like, man, they, um, you know, they've got something. Too bad they can't push it harder. You know punch the it was a lengthy story punch the atmosphere well i know but it i know and here's the thing it's kind of like a uh well it's a oxymoron as far as um think of the ability to be able to punch this atmosphere that we live in this bubble is fairly tough right to just punch through. Like, I would have loved for In them... In 1,500 words, it's very tough. I know, but I would have... I just wanted more. I wanted them to sit down with the family and have the conversation that they were tiptoeing around. Okay. Really. That's what so, I wanted. I wanted to read about that. I wanted to... Do you want to hear my take on it? Sure. Okay, bottom line, basically what they did. The young lady, I'll tell you a little bit about the story, and then you could go on to Echo's page and read it. It's really an interesting story. Uh, I'll give him that much. The followed this young lady around. She's a young lady who had gone off to college, got her degree. She got married to a young man from Guatemala. Guatemala, yeah, mm-hmm. Guatemala, um, who did not wasn't there the first day of the fair. And basically, her family it runs one of the food stands there. So this is a long time thing, and so basically they were talking about. Her being a liberal, being she's a liberal, liberal coming she was home raised, to she was raised in Clark County, which is, is Trump country, is what they were well, calling yeah, it. Yeah, Trump country in more ways than one because there's so many Trumps that live there, but they're not related. Um, but what happens in the story is they take this young, just out of college, liberal person. She comes back, and then the story is about the relationship that she's able to either have or not have, being able to talk freely with her family about her views and their views. But the story was basically that she couldn't, or wouldn't, or didn't, um, is that it was an area of avoidance. Right. Now, that is what the story is. That basically this young woman, she is a liberal, 
uh, went out into the world and had uh, some amazing life experiences. She um, married a man um, who is from another culture, essentially, yeah. kind of. I mean, he grew up in Missouri, so I don't know how um, from another culture you could get as far as on that realm other than looking different, right? But, it is a different culture. But it was about her, um, you know, going off to college and doing some volunteer work in places like uh, Germany. Um, was it Greece? I believe so. Also in Greece and um, and not understanding how anyone could support our president. Um, and then basically spending her home time avoiding the issue altogether. Now, kind of, it just seemed like a dance around the uh, around yeah, well, the issue. That here's was my take on the most story. prominent on her mind, at least the way these this these journalists portrayed it as right. like she really struggled with it throughout the entire time. Now, and that you, could be you just not right. Hit the nail on the head. This is this is what I think about this story. This story is a story that is written not. It's a story that is written to help sell papers to the audience of the Washington Post, which is first and foremost concerned about political things. Now, here in Knox County, Clark County, Shelby County, all of the counties that were in Lewis County we cover with the NemoNews.net, you know, we don't sit around talking about politics 24-7, like the readers of the Washington Post do, okay? That's their, that's their thing. That's what they do. So the paper is writing for its own audience. And additionally, and this is where I thought that, thought that even though it is extremely well written, and I'll give them that, it was extremely well, yeah, indicative well written. of the Washington what exactly... Post. Hello. I've seen some post articles that really aren't so good. But this one is. But this is an agenda-based article. And that, just so everybody, this is an article selling an agenda. The reason that, that I think Echo isn't saying, but I think she'll agree with me, you get to see the side of the young lady, the liberal young lady, Okay. Now, the Washington Post is an admittedly liberal paper. They won't admit it, but, you know, if you look at them on the, they on were the, li- the leanings chart, they are way over on the liberal side. Now, I'm not neither liberal or conservative. I have no dogs in this hunt. Okay? I think they're both wrong. So, I have no dogs in this hunt. So, so they lean left. So, they followed her. Okay? They got all of her opinions they're in this story. You know exactly what she thinks. You know exactly what she believes. She is the protagonist of the story if you were writing it as a novel. The parents are the antagonists of the story if you were writing it as a novel. That doesn't mean they're necessarily against their daughter. They're not. They're good people. Yeah. The- but they are mm. as in, in the scripting, if you were scripting it, and this is rather scripted, they are the antagonists of the story, and you do not hear their end of their it. Their end of it. See, that's what I wanted more oh, of. Like, they danced around on. this. So, they, basically, the story is about her coming home and not really talking politics at all, like, avoiding, right. like, because, anytime anything comes she up, she's, like, going out of her way to avoid it because she has a different opinion than everyone else. They use, the, I believe the word enlightenment is used. 
Yeah, but it says like I think he he called it or she called it a stab, like right. And you know achieved enlightenment or I, I, you'll have to read the story and see what it. Read. So, but <clears throat> I just want the glasses. I want people to read the story through. Are the glasses of okay of people who are not from here? But people who are not Pe- from here writing this, or it is not even so much as not from here because I'm not from here. But they're not from here. Um, they're, they're, this is flyover country to them. Yeah, I just so reading it and being from here, like as in living, and I'm totally submerged in this region as far as like I'm up to my eyeballs and. Um, where we are but and who we are with, which is our tribe of uh, Northeast Missourians. Yes. I really wanted them, and I thought at some point they were going to stop dancing around it and just hit it, and they never did. They never pulled the parents out and they, asked them and sat them down and was like, all right, let's break it down. They're, they're, uh, this article was written for a Washington Post audience. Well, it kind of makes me want to break it down. Right. The Does it reason make they want to break it down? Right. I want to break it down. The reason they don't Let's do break that it down. is because that's not what sells. Oh, see, I think that's... I almost, there. I almost said... That's there. BS right there. I almost no, said a cuss word. here it's what it sells. Here I would have said a cuss word. That's, that's bull. It's, it may be bull, but it's, it's well, the truth. Well, the truth sells. You know, I'm just saying... But it is bull. You're right. Maybe that's, they don't see it as that or what you're seeing them seeing it as as that, but... Um, I, but you were sitting here the, saying the, the same thing the as I The story is far better than the tease of a story. Exactly. That's really what I, it was kind of. It's it was like, just like a tease. Kind of makes me hungry to go out and have some conversations with some hardcore Trump supporters. Okay. Now, here, here's just the saying. thing. Here's the thing. The difference between. Well, I think they'll surprise our us. Our style of journalism. I think this is fair. The difference between our style of journalism. And this piece is this piece is designed to sell to a certain audience, and it does that very well. It's very slick. It's very our type. We are we're one of what's known as a rat terrier kind of journalism. We sink our <laughs> teeth into the thing, and we start grabbing that thing and just shaking it. Isn't that a yipper to, dog? Hmm? Isn't that a rip a yipper dog? No, rat terrier. Yeah, they. they yeah, it's a yipper dog. They're a dog that. Have you ever seen a rat terrier dog journalism? No, it's no. It's about the teeth. No, rat terriers grab onto something, and you can they just snap that back and forth trying to, I mean, they just go after that thing. You could, like, take a toy with a rat terrier, and they grab onto it, you start playing tuck. You can lift them six feet off the ground, because they're not letting go. <laughs> you, could, you could hold them out over a ledge. They're not letting go. They're, they are going to fight you for that every step of the way. And so we're, we're rat terriers. Fight to the death for... Our teeth in a story. Well, we are there. Um, so I just feel like um, the Washington Post sent some people here. Really, it was only fifteen hundred words. I don't. Sure? I didn't count. But he came most, all the way over here for fifteen hundred words. Went right to the middle of Trump country, well, I mean, and then they left without talking to anybody who was for Trump. I'm just saying. Might have been two thousand. I didn't count. So. So anyway, we're at the we're at the cafe. <clears throat> we can come back to this afterwards because we're at the cafe, and oh, it looks like they got some kind of crowd already. And there's a crowd here, and we're ooh, we're right on time. We're at, we're at noon, so we're gonna go eat. I'm gonna turn. I'm we're, the podcast is going to take a turn here because I'm gonna set my phone on to record. So we record as we eat. Now there's gonna be a lot of background noise, and then we'll come back to the the recording machine afterwards. So 
The next thing you're going to hear is us in the cafe. Hopefully. Cool. Hopefully. Well, if it doesn't work, we, we won't use much of that. Okay? Okay. Okay, uh, we're in the cafe. It's about a uh, pretty good crowd so far. I mean, second day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Echo's chopping away. She's got uh, mushrooms, fried mushrooms, and... Cheese sticks. Cheese sticks. I went with the grilled cheese which is my traditional around here restaurant thing. In an order of fries, little shoestring fries, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Mine is good also. So you're going to hear us talking with our mouths full because we're journalists and it's not rude for a journalist to talk with their mouth full. <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. Last night I was interviewing someone and I like took a bite of something and then was like, mama, mama, or you know. And I caught myself. I just really. Mhm. Mhm. I just did that. See, the place looks nice. They've redone it. All new kitchen. We've got an all new kitchen in here. Uh, service was very quick. Very quick. Hey, And they've redone the walls. But it's got the same feel as the novelty cafe. That's right. So, because it's. Cafe. Everything's great. No. Kayla, what are you calling this place? We are reporting now. So. Novel, oh, okay. We call this Novelty Cafe. in that original? Mm-hmm. Novelty and Cafe. And, yeah. That is original. That is original. We all try to think of something clever. I'm too old for clever. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. I don't do clever So yeah, here's us eating. Right, I don't know how much how good podcasting will be. So we're gonna <clears throat> we were live at the cafe. We're gonna hang this up now, and we'll come back and uh, finish the rest of the podcast when we're driving home. And we're back. We, got, we are. <laughs> it's this is a Ken and Echo and Molly show. And almost Molly. And almost Molly. She was coming with us. Yeah, Molly. She uh. We drove around town just a little bit to check out after we ate, and lunch was good. Uh, we drove around town. Echo had the window down, and very friendly dog comes up, and Echo reaches down to pet her, and the dog just jumps through the window. The right into the... Right, right into her lap. And she wasn't very big, was she? No. Puppy. Mm-hmm. But big enough to get in the window of, of a, a full-size vehicle, also. Right. She's a jumper. Uh, and then she just dog. barreled into the back seat and laid down like she was coming with us. Yeah, she'd be like, okay, Perfectly content go. to sit there. <laughs> her um, her owner was nearby, and it was it was a good laugh. Yes, it was. It was funny. So, yeah. I'm full. I am, too. I had uh, a couple grilled cheese, excuse me, a couple grilled cheeses, some fries. I'm and happy. I, I had a bunch of fried food. Yeah, I did. Cheese well, sticks too, so. and um, mushrooms. Uh, they're the Novelty Cafe. They're fair, and that is the name of it. And um, their fare is just standard food, like hamburgers, country hot dogs. food. Yeah. I didn't. Not necessarily hot. I didn't see hot dogs, but hamburgers, uh, sandwiches, tenderloins. Country uh, food. Country food. Country food. Uh, serve breakfast. Serve lunch. Go to breakfast time. You get breakfast. Go to lunch time. You probably get lunch. And they didn't have daily specials. I didn't see what it was today. I didn't either. May have been ham I... and beans. Yesterday was beef noodles, I think. Well, anyway, um, 
uh, uh, good stuff. So, so do we recommend it? Absolutely. We recommend it. Okay. The Jessens. So, the Jessens. Uh, not to be confused with the Jetsons. <laughs> and that that uh, the dog that came in the window to Jetson style. Right. <laughs> I used to like the Jetsons. Nice doggy. Me too. I was into him when I was a kid. So are we done with the are we done with the uh, Clark County Fair young lady family story? Have we talked it out? Yeah, I think we've um I would love to hear what other people think about it. I posted it on my personal Facebook page, and it's on the Nemo News uh, Facebook page. Mike shared it. So, yeah, give it a give us your – go on to the pages and uh, give us your thoughts. I, I, yeah, you've it, heard it's what – It's an interesting story. It is an interesting story. It's um, really – the one thing I wish, and, and we talked about this over lunch, the one thing I wish is – I, I do wish I knew how they chose this fair to go to, this family to 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 follow. What what was the uh, impetus to do this particular one? That makes me curious. Right, um, and my thing is, if they've come all the way to Trump Country, is what they've um, double Trump kind of sold it as. It's here we, you know, here we are in Trump country. Um, I wonder if they have more stories to um, file on this, or if know. they actually came and went without the story. I don't know. It'd be interesting. you know what I mean, like how? It, oh. I what was that you said? Go into a concert and listen to it from the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I'm just wondering if they actually had any of those. That's my whole thing. Like. But then it's kind of like a, uh, at the same time, could you really see a, uh, see somebody just being able to needle in in that sort of a time period? Because I couldn't. No, no. Not, I don't not see. Not to get real. Like, I'm, get real. like, I realize that what I'm asking for is next to impossible now, when- as far as, like, sitting down and having a good old-fashioned uh Soul-bearing conversation with somebody who, not only do you not really know, but more importantly, they don't know you. So the uh, the, the one thing I can use as an example, and we talked about this over lunch, was the K- KMOX came and did the uh, "He Died in Missouri Is Dying" thing back in the '80s, which is per- pertinent this week because that's that article and the way we ran it in the paper actually caused the community meeting, which led to the corn fest. And um, which is so, interesting because the corn fest starts yeah. on Friday. So that's a good segue. But briefly, before we get into the corn fest stuff, the um, one of the things I found interesting, and one of the things when I ran it in the paper, people were horrified when they read it. Was this was back in a different day, before the internet, before media was what it is today. The only way to hear it on the radio was to listen to it on the radio at the time it was broadcast. And Camelwax really doesn't cover this area very well during the daytime. So it was pretty safe that anybody talk, thought that they were ta- talking to the guy from Camelwax. Nobody here would hear it. Right, so, so they, were... they were... A lot more, I, wanna, I don't want to say honest, but they were a lot more open. Because I do believe people are basically honest. Um, but... They were a lot more open and sharing because 
I think they thought that nobody would ever see it. Well, in today's age, that's just not going to happen. It's going to get back because, you know, Washington Post, you want to know what they say, we'll go to their website and you can read, you know, read it. Want to know what the, what's in the Cahokia Media or the United Sentinel? Go to our website. You know, you can buy a copy of the paper. Online. Online. Just mm-hmm. the same thing with the Washington Post. Although I don't know if they sell individual issues like we do, but anyway. Um, and so, you know, I'm sure that for them, you know, they have a disclaimer somewhere that those are their views and opinions. So we're okay. going to throw ours in just to get that done. These are the views and opinions of Ken and Echo. Or Echo and Ken. They are not the views and opinions of the Washington Post. <laughs> the Nemo News Media Group, which includes the Clark County's wonderful media, the Lewis County Star, the United Sentinel, the Clarence Courier, and of course... The Shelby County Herald. The granddaddy of them all. I think the Sentinel may be older than the Shelby County Herald. The Shelby, I'm pretty sure the Sentinel is the oldest of all of us. But the Shelby County Herald is way up there. <clears throat> it's been around for a long time. So these are these are our views, not their views. Now, we're kind of running out of time here on the podcast, so let's get to the Corn Fest. Ooh, it's Corn Fest. It's Corn Fest time. Uh, are you going to stay in town for Corn Fest? I don't really want to comment on that. Okay. I will not be there Friday night because I have a football game to cover. I will be covering the Clark County Indians in their beautiful new field well, for KHQA TV 7. So if you want to see the highlights of what I'm doing and you want to take a look at the Clark County Indians' new football stadium at Jumbotron, which is really big. It's much bigger than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's a big Jumbotron. Cool. Uh, it looks nice. I was there last week. I didn't cover the game last week, but I drove past it. It's a big, big I Jumbotron. need a Jumbotron. Listen in my big. backyard. We uh, can so watch anyway, TV on That's it. where I'm going to be Friday night. And then Saturday, well, we'll see what we see. Okay? So. Um, well, I, in the off chance that you will not be able to be there, you will be able to watch my live stream of the parade on Saturday morning at 10 on the Nemo News Facebook page. Uh, may I make a suggestion? <clears throat> this is, I'm sure. sure you're going to, but. I would start advertising that early. It's on the front page of this week's paper. And on your Facebook page, too, because a lot of people who are away might want to watch that. That's a good away thing for people who can't make it home. Who, people who can't make it home and want to be part of Corn I mean, Fest. in Afghanistan or... Oh, that's or, a great idea. You know, just give them a little bit of, of lead time. Right. Corn Fest at 10 a.m. our time. <clears throat> I will be live streaming until my battery goes dead or... Did, what time did you say? Starts at 10 a.m. Central. Yeah. Central. Which is, Central time is the only real time. All those other times, yeah, it's bogus. Central <laughs> time is the only one that matters. Right. So there's that. And then, um, let me think about what we had in the paper this week. Ooh, did you read the paper this week? It's, I, have, I haven't got it yet. Oh. It's still Wednesday. Oh, we're at, we're ahead, yeah, we're ahead of the game. So, uh. I don't get mine into Wednesday. Some of the bigger stories. So the Novelty Christian Church, which we just sat across from, will be 150 years old. Or so is 150 years old. They're having their celebration later this month. That's on the front page. I hear it was a good picture that was taken. Was yeah. Taken. I heard that because we were just I at the Novelty a, Cafe. and I made a special trip for that picture. Yes. And then um, on the inside, but front page worthy, is that charges, criminal charges were filed a criminal charge was filed against the uh, building owner of 100 South Main last week. 
Now, this criminal charge isn't what kind you can go to jail for, is it? It's, a, it's, it's a, a, basically an ordinance it's a, violation. It's a, so it's a, a so it's fine thing, but it's a Like a misdemeanor level. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing about this ordinance violation. Uh, it's basically, it's the dangerous building ordinance. And I, I think it's safe to say it is a dangerous building. I don't think there's any reaches on that. Right, and it basically dictates that you either have to have it repaired, demolished, or... Uh, Repaired or demolished. And there ain't no repair in that thing. <laughs> um, and so uh, the person, the building owner, was uh, notified that they were in violation of it. Back in January is when the notice went out. So they're starting counting from February. Every single day they are out of um, compliance. compliance with this violation constitutes a new violation. And every violation could pack with it a $100 fine. It could start. So let's say, for example, it's been 180 days, which I'm pretty sure it has been that or more. That's $18,000 this building owner could be fined um, if they're found guilty of this by, you know, in court. So it would be awfully, that would be an awfully difficult case to defend because <laughs> this building is well, a and it's exce- I mean, that's excessive. Uh, that's excessive. I mean, the, as far as... Uh, it needs to come down. Well, that's more than the building down. is worth, frankly. But... So I think one of the last stories I did on this building and it being, you know, this nasty eyesore for Edina. And dangerous. And dangerous. It needs to go away. Right. Is that um, the new, the owner that currently has possession of it, I'm pretty sure it says on the paperwork that uh, they paid only $10. Right. And, the, and I think it said, and other, you know, and other things for this building. But uh, an $18,000 fine, you know what I mean, or more. I would imagine, um, and this is just a guess. Now, I cannot speak for anybody but me. I would imagine that the city would make the fine go away if the owner of the building makes the building go away. Well, now it's up to the prosecutor. Right, but you know what I'm saying. The prosecutor. That's a deal the prosecutor has the power to make. And I think, you know, <clears throat> bottom line is the building, whatever it takes, that building needs to go away. Well, and there's more questions to be asked. For example, this is not Edina's only deteriorated to the point of unsafe. Yes, Buildings. There are a number of buildings right in the in the in the downtown area. There's several without that like are, uh, and roofs and yeah that are frankly dangerous. And so I guess some of the next questions to ask will be, what about those building owners? It's a good question. Why haven't those building owners been cited for not taking care of their buildings? That's a very good question. Right. So. Um, from talking to the prosecutor about this particular case, um, basically what she said was, this is a last resort for the city to take it to her, you know, this violation. And uh, and basically uh, that everyone has tried to, you know, be in, t- in, in contact with the building owner and the building owner has... Uh, using my own words, not giving anyone the time of day. And so it's a, it seemed to me like it was just like a pure 
um, out of complete and utter frustration and not being able to even communicate with the building owner about it, um, that this charge was filed. And it's been, you know, what was it last May that this started? I forget exactly. It was, but sure, I think it was May. It was a year and a half ago or so, more or less. More or less. So that's, uh, you know, 18 months later. And there's been no significant process made past the first week. No, and you'll see when if you read the just, paper. If they had continued on at that pace, they'd had it down in, in two more weeks and it had been done. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've never uh, demolished a building before, so I have no idea. People, You can make them go away pretty quick. Um, Something I read in the ordinance that I think is interesting, and I might just go on out and scan the darn thing in and uh, post it, Mm -hmm. the dangerous building ordinance, so people can read it for themselves and decipher what they want, especially the citizens and taxpayers of Edina, which is, uh, the way I understand it is the city has the option to take that building down and charge it back to the building owner, which is not something that they have ever been really open to even discuss, at least not openly uh, and open to the public I can, meeting. I can understand. You know, that, first think of, all, of can, how expensive that would be. Yeah, I can understand why and that And think would of the precedent be. it would set. I can see why that with would be. You know, we have a lot choice. of buildings that are... Uh, can we uh, go around the block just for a minute? Yeah, in fact, I'll point out well, some buildings. We wanna, yeah, we want to... We're, we're, Let's we're, point we're, out we're some the buildings right now. Okay, We're so right across from Casey's, there's one. Right. from If you look. It's yeah. this white one right here and the one next to it. One of these is owned by the Knox County uh, KCCDC. Knox County, um, we'll go around here and go come up this alley. Now, this building here on the corner used to be the old UE building. This That's just owned by the. This is so a hard building. Yeah. When Union Electric this has This one that's full of junk. Yeah. That was the Union Electric building. Um, the old ice cream shop is there. Yeah, that's, none of these buildings are in too bad of shape. Yeah, these buildings, except for the Lycan building. And it's not in too bad of shape. It needs some work. And we're up here on Monticello and Main. And we're there not, there's nothing falling in on that. Left onto Monticello. We're going to take this alley between the Lycan building and City Hall off Monticello. There's City Hall. And we're just going to take a little... Ooh. ooh, some repair work is being done. Well, we're not going to go this way. We'll go the other way. Yeah, we have a, we have workers in the back doing something to one of these well, buildings. Well, this building back, this building on the other side of City Hall that was built by the Armants mm-hmm. and then ended up, I think uh, Bjork must have bought it and then he sold it. Well, I know it's been getting worked into it. So. Uh, the Hunolds on it now. Well, it looks... And it's looks, beautiful. Yeah, it looks good. You should the see front? the inside. Have they fixed the front where it rusted? This building? Yeah. This yeah, they did. And the inside is amazing. What's it being used for? Um, Caring Communities is moving in there. Ah, yeah, well, it's a nice-looking building now. Yeah, really nice-looking building. That goes going back through the, through the alleyway. She'll go anywhere. This is news. I remember that used to be a garage right there. Oh, look, these guys are working on something. Yeah, they're working on one of the buildings we were talking about. Is it the uh, nutrition site? Be about. It's probably the nutrition site. Be about right. And they've had some work done recently 
The inside lighting has been redone. At least, have you been in there lately? Uh, the nutrition site? No, I haven't. It's not. like a whole new building. Now, this building here on the corner, this one right to the left of where we are, I don't know the number. That's one of my favorite places to take pictures. I inside that, there? I No, outside. I use that as my background, and a lot of the pictures I take of, like, senior That's style That's beautiful pictures. old brick. Yeah, it's the, gorgeous. What is that, mold on it? Uh, no, tar. Tar and rust? A, yeah, it used to be a... a shed or something there. Sorry, I hit my microphone. Um, but this building here, this whole corner collapsed out of this building not too long ago. They repaired it. So one of these is owned by the Knox County Community Development Corporation, and one of them is owned by the city of Edina. Uh, so you can see why um, they don't want any more projects. Right. I can see why they don't want any more so projects. He's backing out, so we're going to have to go. <clears throat> yeah. And it's my understanding, and I haven't talked to building inspectors, but I've talked to various local folk who uh, seem to say that both of these... Oh, look at how nice that old door is. I know. That's why I use it for... Look at that doorknob. Oh, I'm quite familiar with that doorknob. I use that for my pictures that I shoot. Really? Besides, it's in the shade in the afternoon. Right. So the lighting isn't the lighting like is weird. Like yeah. A lot of the... Blowing uh, out people's faces and things. Cool. Um, so I would love to go in and see what it looked like inside of these buildings, except but for it the, will be a cold day in down. hell before any of them let me in any of these. I don't blame you. You don't blame me or you I don't, don't blame, blame them? I wouldn't let you in either. Why? Danger. I don't think it's danger. Well, that's this one over here. The only is. danger would be taking pictures and showing people what it looks like in there. But here we're coming Especially down the street. we got the like Debbie really Edwards, got her building, and it's fine. Um, her building is great. It's got a new roof. So does the one just on the north of it. Right. And that one's owned by the Parsons. And then this one here, I don't know about the next one. But these two don't have roofs and don't have back ends. You could, there's trees growing in them. I, this would be great for pictures, too, this this building. There's you trees, trees inside. In I know. How awesome would that be for senior pictures and stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. I remember when all of these stores were open. But this looks like. You know, yeah. really? Some of it's... Well, there's the old Sentinel. I worked in that office. I worked in that office. Now Dave Davidson uses um, it as a shop. And so why we're doing this, driving around town and, I don't know, complaining? Uh, really it, kind of equates to what we're doing. We're illustrating. We should probably uh, pump up that... Um, the city of Edina and several cities in Knox County, including Herdland, including, I believe, Knox City, Bering, several in Lewis County, are in the process of trying to gain people's um, <clears throat> willingness to participate in a CBDG block grant, community, community development block, block grant, grant program that the Northeast Missouri Regional Development Regional Planning Commission, Regional Planning Commission yeah. is kind of spearheading, and they basically put together the application. And these communities can send in applications to get these big grants where they come in and they pay for just all the demolition, except for, for private landowners, it will be, uh, for private structures, it will be $500 that the uh, landowner will pay for the demolition. Mm -hmm. And then for commercial properties, they would only have to pay 20%. And I always thought, wouldn't it be great if we get, you know, pull the Knox County Community Development Corporation in to help out with some of this stuff. 
help out with the five hundred dollars or help out with the yeah the twenty the twenty percent. Um. Anyways, this is all contingent on how many of these properties these th these cities can get on board with actually participating in the project. So say like we have after talking to the folks over at regional planning, basically. Say we have 10 properties that need to go down, but we only get three properties that sign up for it, then our chances would be fairly low that we would actually get it. Um, it needs to have impact, which means it needs to get all or close to all of them in order well, for us I to can be... s I'm sitting here. And we're sitting here, right here, but right next to the KC store. And we can see one, two, three, four, five structures that without any doubt at all need to come down. And that's just like from, just, one, just from one spot. We're seeing, we're seeing five structures that need to either get repaired and put back into service. And I could see maybe that one there, maybe because it's not in that bad a shape. The rest of them, are, they need to come down. I mean, well, one of them is half down anyway. But these, these buildings here with no backs and no roofs. Right. I suppose you could save the front of them if you wanted to, but there's nothing else to them. The demolition on those would be very minor because there's just nothing left. There's no so floorboards. There's no walls. Call your city hall if you have a building that is is a building that you think needs to be demolished or if you're having problems. You know, if there's a building you want to have taken down, you want to save some money on it, uh, get a hold of your city hall and see if you can't. <clears throat> Robocaller. Robocaller. You got a robocaller? Huh? It's too late. I could have answered it, but... See what the robots have to say today. <laughs> okay, well, right, it's about time to wrap this thing up and uh, get back to work. Doing it in the middle of the day, kind of an unusual thing for us, but... It is unusual. It is what it is. We I have more energy in the middle of the day. We had good lunch. We had a good lunch. See, is it you that said? Is it me that said what? How irritating it is that this door is flopped open. Uh, no, it was not me. Somebody said something to me the other day about this back door being flopped open over here at the old 100 South Main. Because nobody pays enough attention to it to see that it stays shut. Or maybe it's because anyone that, you know, has anything to do with it doesn't even live here. So? Well... <laughs> Someone was like, it's all fun and games till one of your kids wants to go in there because they think it will be cool. And then they get hurt. And I could totally see you the kids get hurt in that building. riding their bikes down this alley and looking over like we're doing now and seeing that this door is open and deciding to go in and have a closer look, knowing that we don't want them to do this. But I was a kid once, just yeah. saying. Yeah. How easy would it be for them to just... Mosey on in there. The building needs to come down. But the building needs to come down. When I think about it under those uh, circumstances. It's true. I mean, it's inviting. It really to irritates me. And that building is just very dangerous. Well, not just to a kid. It's almost inviting to, you know what I mean? Like, we could roll in there. You could. I, I know better. You I know better, too. Your, you get but... that look in your eye, though. You get that look in your eye. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Are you ready to wrap it? I'm ready. And lunch is over. Lunch is over. It's time for us to get back to work. Yes. So, until we meet again, after the Corn Fest, we'll probably have some Corn Fest observations from Echo. Awesome. Until then, 
Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now.